Today, the Senate reaches a bipartisan deal on gun control. Uh, the LGBT community is actually after your children. More proof of that. And uh, also, Joe Biden really sucks. Just your daily reminder. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Happy Monday. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by America's favorite cowboy, Blaze TV host, Chad Prather. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely the favorite. America's cowboy. favorite <laughs> cowboy. And Texas' richest author. cowboy. Yeah. Oh, are gonna, you? We're going to float that one for a little while, okay. too. Okay. All right. Yeah. We'll, see if, we'll see if it holds. Uh, also joined by, he's been on the show before, but it has been a while, journalist Taylor Hansen. No, not that Taylor Hansen. All right. Yeah, not, not the mm, bop. Yeah, mm, bop. but that's okay. We'll forgive you. I'm a big fan. I mean, of I that wish stuff. I had as much money as him. <laughs> I will say that. Don't we all? You should try being Texas' richest cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a ton, a ton to get into. Um, and I do want to get into all of this uh, pride drag show stuff. But I, I want to go ahead and talk about the bipartisan deal that was just reached over the weekend on, they're saying gun safety gun control, gun safety, whatever you want to call it. Uh, this is an agreement that was put forth by 10 Republicans and 10 Democrats, endorsed by Joe Biden and top Democrats. And it includes, uh, let's see, an enhanced background checks to give authorities time to check the juvenile and mental health records of any prospective gun buyer uh, between the ages of uh, 18 and 21, I believe, or under the age of 21, I should say. Um, and the, it, it provides funding for states to enact red flag laws that allow authorities to temporarily confiscate guns from people deemed to be dangerous, as well as for uh, money for mental health resources to bolster safety and mental health services at schools. Um, now, here's where it gets a little bit muddier is the, the red flag provision. This gives states incentives to adopt laws allowing courts to prohibit people deemed threats from buying uh, or possessing guns. Um, and uh, it's going to provide, they say, significant funding to help uh, states create new red flag laws. Yes? This drink smells funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's well, about what I think about this proposal. Yeah, they, they, yeah thank you. Thank you for that uh, insightful commentary, Mr. Prather. Uh, so I want to look. You could say the Democrats definitely this is not what they wanted because it doesn't have the uh, the provision to ban the sale of semi-automatic weapons uh, to anyone under the age of 21. Uh, it doesn't ban the sale of large high capacity magazines, which they say is more than 15 rounds. Uh, and it didn't enact a federal red flag law. I would really like to know more information about the incentivizing states to uh, do these red flag laws because I, what what does that look like? Are you going to withhold money if they don't? Uh, are the states going to feel pressured and capitulate? I would love to hear a little bit more about that. Definitely makes me more uh, uncomfortable than I would like. And I want to hear what you gentlemen have to say. But I do want to uh, give the names of the 10 Republicans who voted along with the Democrats to uh perhaps infringe on your Second Amendment rights. It was John Cornyn, of course. Gotta go. Tom, Tom Tillis, yes, he does. A long time ago, he should have been gone. Uh, Roy Blunt, Rob Portman, Richard Burr, Mitt Romney. No surprise. 
I, they, they shouldn't even put him on the Republican list at this point. It's like, we all know he's a Democrat. It's like Liz Cheney. Like, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and John Roberts over at the Supreme Court. Uh, Bill Cassidy, Susan Collins, Lindsey Graham, and Pat Toomey. Gentlemen. So, to say incentivize is politispeak for strong-arming. Mm-hmm. They're going to find a way to do that. Uh, hey, let me break it down for people, and I think most of the viewers already understand the ramifications of what this proposal looks like. Let's say you got a veteran with PTSD, goes into his therapist, and the therapist says, have you ever thought about committing suicide? Have you ever have those, you know, machinations in your mind. Yeah, of course I've had that. You know, some, even one time put a gun in my mouth and thought about it, right? Well, the therapist goes and reports this, and now the state comes in. That's right. a red flag. So they're going to come in there, and they're going to take this the firearms away from this veteran. Uh, so what's going to happen, veterans knowing this, they're just going to stop going to their therapist. So now suicides are going to go from 22 a day amongst American veterans to 42 a day, right? You know, also built into this thing is, let's say I fly to Georgia and go hunting with a cousin, and my cousin says, don't bring your rifle, just borrow one of mine. I go sit in a deer blind, he sits in a different deer blind, I've got possession of his rifle, I've now committed a felony. I put that rifle in in my truck and I'm driving home, I get pulled over, I've got my cousin's rifle in the truck, I just committed a felony because I've got a firearm that's not mine. People have got to look into the, the not just the ramifications, but the consequences mm-hmm. of what is going to be happening here, if something like this, because again, this all of this is another way to just punish law-abiding mm-hmm. citizens with with non-constitutional unconstitutional uh, proposals so they you know to use their phrase in the name of gun safety right and it's not you're going to create a very problematic system I'm glad that you brought up the the mental health aspect Chad because that is to me the the slipperiest is that a word it's the most slippery slope uh that that is included in all of this is like what did what do you mean by mental health records right what what is it that uh would you would you would use to determine that someone is incapable of owning firearms is it they were depressed Right. Is it like what what exactly is it? Because that to me can get carried away very quickly. I'm not saying even in this law, but in the next one that they add. Yeah. Well, anytime you incentivize the government to do virtually anything, it always ends up being a disaster. Right. Yeah. I mean, and this is going to be no different. I mean, this is they have been working to take guns. Mm-hmm. I mean, since the, the beginning of time, essentially. Here, <laughs> I mean, this is the this is their biggest issue here. And they say it's a gun issue. And clearly it's a mental health issue. But they don't want to address the huge mental health crisis or that, you know, kids are chopping off their things and it's a totally OK thing. You know, so it doesn't contribute to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, it, it definitely is just only a mental health issue. These guns aren't killing people themselves. But it, once you start having the government incentivize, it's just like COVID. You know, when the hospitals were incentivized, when someone would die on a respirator or something and they had COVID, they'd get paid for it. I mean, it's going to be the exact same thing in this situation. And you're just going to see the guns get ripped away almost immediately. It'll be the, the goalposts will just keep moving over and over again. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just it's very frustrating because, uh, as you alluded to, Taylor, these people are not... Um, they're not operating from a, uh, a morally sound position. Like they, they're just trying to, as with everything else that we've seen, they're, they're coming for all of our rights very slowly, very methodically. They're playing the long game. So if you don't think for a second that this is all part of their plan, yeah, we'll agree to this now. And then we're going to expand it in a couple years when no one's looking and it'll be these very teeny tiny little infringements on your rights until we get exactly what it is that we want. Mm. Well, we already know that, you know, with the lack of term limits, politicians want to stay in power. Mm-hmm. They want to get there. They're, they're, they incentivize themselves by staying there. They can monetize everything mm-hmm. that they do. Um, 
so to the degree that they can continue to, to weaken the American populace, they're going to do that, whether it's through vaccine, vaccine mandates, put people on a stimulus check and then take inflation through the roof where people can't afford anything, you know, from gas prices to baby formula missing. I mean, we are weakening, we're decaying, right? We're so-called first world free market capitalist society here in America. We're leaders of the free world, so to speak, but we're not anymore. Our freedom has become an illusion and people are living under, under these flowery words of, of the Constitution that are no longer absolute, apparently, mm-hmm. according to the president of the United States. So, and, and back to your point, you know, they want to run these background checks and say, oh, well, he took a Lexapro once. He got a prescription right. for Lexapro right. one time. When's uh, that yeah. coming? Mm-hmm. You know, it, gives, it becomes very arbitrary mm-hmm. in, in regards to this. So, I, you know, why do I want to continue to submit to this big government bureaucratic operation that does not have my best interest in mind, but, it, but in fact is looking for ways to weaken me, weaken my, you know, I, I joked about it. I said, you know, under Joe Biden, it's now a 301k. You know, <laughs> I mean, everything is has been cheapened. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't even get, I, I go in and pay the same amount of money for a, a thing of toilet paper. And instead of getting 494 sheets, I'm getting 466. <laughs> Damn it, place. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is Biden's America. It is. I, so Joe Biden uh, released a statement on the gun safety proposal. And he said, look, he said a bunch of like, uh, malarkey to use his term that I won't get into, but I do want to say he says uh, each day that passes, he's urging them to to pass it through quickly uh, through the Senate and the House. He says each day that passes, more children are killed in this country. The sooner it comes to my desk, the sooner I can sign it, and the sooner we can use these measures to save lives. At first, I thought that he was talking about abortion, <laughs> but it turns out that he wasn't. And that, but my, like. I'm joking, but my point is they don't care at all about the children because they're fine with them being killed in the womb. They're fine with them, as we're going to talk about, uh, going to all of these pride festivals, being exposed to sexual things that they shouldn't be exposed to, cutting off their uh, parts that they shouldn't be cutting off, uh, brainwashing them into thinking that they're something that they're not. They don't care about the children. So it's just frustrating to hear them constantly use the children, the children, the children. And it's like, you guys are the reason that our children are so are in such trouble these mm-hmm. days. Well, and I think they do care about the children, but they only care when they can use them as their political pawns. When they right. can use these children and our future generations, I mean, to absolutely get every single thing they want. And you're seeing that with, I mean, Generation Z. I mean, my generation, it is insane. I mean, it is, I'd say it's the most mentally ill generation out of all mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got all of them. I mean, they're snipping private parts off. They're taking transitional hormone therapy. And it's just a normal, everyday thing. Mm-hmm. And this is not like, a, you know, it's, it seems like a minority, but this is just getting more and more popular. And it doesn't seem like it's going to stop. So so let's go ahead and let's take a break a little bit early. And then I want to get in because there's there are some clips that I know that that we need to show from the, the, some of the events that have happened over the weekend. And I want to make sure we have enough time for that. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Birch Gold. So, uh, look, Chad alluded to the 301K. This, this is no <laughs> shock to you guys that uh, the S&P 500, having its worst start to the year since World War II, uh, your savings are not only worth less, you now also have less of it. So congratulations. Thank you so much, Joe. Let's go, Brandon. I'm just saying now is the time to diversify into gold. It is the most stable asset in the history of the world. And uh, Birch Gold is the company I trust to help you convert an IRA 
or a 301k uh, into an IRA in gold and silver. Not only will Birch Gold help you fortify your savings with precious metals, they can help you do it in a tax sheltered account, which is really important. You got to text the word why, that's W-H-Y, to 989898 to get started. I'm telling you guys, we have heavily, heavily diversified in gold right now. Uh, you don't want to lose your money. Don't wait until it's too late. Text the word why to 989898 to get this free, no obligation info kit. It is why to 989898. So Taylor here attended the uh, family-friendly Pride event that was held in Austin over the weekend. And uh, by the way, I would like to say he also was one of the ones who was in the gay bar, Mr. Mister, and got the undercover footage. Uh, I know we had a show about that because there were several of you guys and we only had three chairs. So, you know, we had John and Alex and uh, Aldo, but Mm -hmm. you were there as well. And you got some of the most incredible footage uh, out there. So I, I guess this month you are using to travel, expose expose these people. Yeah, Yeah, expose these people for what they really are. Uh, You did that in Austin. And uh, let's watch, what is this, a trans drag queen doing the splits in front of multiple children. Mm, Watch. Wow. That is, uh, oh, that's something. That is, uh, doesn't leave much to the imagination, does it? The bounce. Yeah, that is, wow, flexible. Flexible, flexible for a big girl. Flexible for a big girl. Yeah. Or not. Not entirely. Uh, Yeah. um, And then I want to play one more uh, over at L.A. Pride. Drew Hernandez, a friend of the program, Drew Hernandez, was uh, getting a video of a drag queen standing on an eggplant emoji talking about lube with little children in the crowd. Watch. Happy Pride. We got bandanas and lube and... That's great. Look at that. Look at that, mom. Wow. She's, can you can you go back to that? Look at that. So proud. So proud. I actually think as a mother, I watched this and I um, watched the moms. She kind of smiles when she sees the camera mm-hmm. turn to her, it looks like. And to me, it looks like an embarrassed smile. And I thought to myself, you should be embarrassed because what really should be happening is that the police should mm-hmm. show up and you should be arrested on site for abusing your children. And instead, you're standing there happily with skulls on the shirts and everything. I mean, it just could not be a more perfect picture of the decay of society. A smiling mother exposing her children, abusing they, they her children. They care so much about kids, mm-hmm. the right. left. They right. care so of much course. about kids. Uh, this Friday on My Overtime, uh, we're going to be talking statistically about and medically about the effects of uh, sexualization on children uh, and, and what, it, what it does uh, to a child's brain, their their mental state. You know, we talk about hypersexualizing a society and hypersexualizing children. When you say children, there's no hypersexualizing. It, it, any sexualizing at all of children is detrimental. Um, I don't care how innocuous and benign you try to paint this. Uh, you have a drag queen on top of a phallic symbol talking about lube. Right. You. And by the way, great work, Taylor, on everything you've done. Keep doing it. I need bleach for my eyes. Dude, I, <laughs> every, it, it, every, it, after it, every event, man, I got to go. I go home like I got home after that, uh, after the most recent event, it was 3 yeah. a.m. And I was like, I got to go to the gym. So if I don't go to the gym, I'm going to like I'm going to snap. And yeah. you know that what gets shown 
is is mm-hmm. innocuous compared to what actually happens Behind at these doors events. especially yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it's dark mm-hmm. and it's lewd and it's it's just horrible and and screw Fox News too I don't know if I'm allowed to say that as a, as a representative <laughs> of Blaze but for running that transgender kid thing that they ran that over story the weekend. was insane no pushback okay. Fox News screw all of them let me tell you if you defend this when it comes to children screw you. Um, expose every bit of it, expose every lie, expose the lifestyle, expose the reality of what you're promoting. Um, and, and I hope you, I hope you go to hell. I, well, I couldn't have put it better myself. Taylor, I want to get your thoughts on this, but, but you brought up Fox news. Let's, I want to play some of this segment, uh, that was played on Fox news. Uh, and then Taylor, I want to hear your thoughts. Watch. Before Ryland could even speak, he managed to tell his parents that he is a boy. I could just see it. It, it wasn't him trying to be a brat. It was like Before painful. He could speak. It was truly painful for him to have to wear feminine yeah. clothing. For mm-hmm. me, it's just a deep spiritual belief that mm. you believe in God and he, mm. you know, created us mm. the way he wanted us. Well, then, yes, he created Rylan just the way he is. And they listened to families. No? They met in support groups. There was a father who was sitting across the table. He says, you have no idea how lucky you are to be here. You have no which balls, kind of took me back. I didn't <laughs> at that point consider myself no lucky balls. to be there. You're he said, no, our, our child had displayed a son. this gender dysphoria <laughs> or this gender misalignment <laughs> at, at, at the same age that Rylan has. And this is gr- okay. okay I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Push- I'm done. That's disgusting. This is mm. Taylor. Why don't you go ahead and, and take it before I have to put money in the swear jar? This is the highest level of abuse that there is. I mean, you touched on the hypersexualization. Just any sexualization of children is wrong, and this is insane. They said before they could even speak, mm-hmm. before Ryland could even speak, they knew he was a girl. How do you know he's a girl? I mean, I played with Barbies when I was eight years old. I walked around in my mom's dresses and her heels when I was younger. It didn't mean I was a girl. Taylor, I was a kid. I okay. So I talk about this frequently on the show. I have I have a twenty month old, mm-hmm. and he puts he loves my headbands. They're sparkly and they you yeah. know attract the eye. And he puts them on his. He wants us to put them on his head. I'm I joke, but no joke. If I was a liberal white woman, I would be like. Oh my God! He want, he's a girl. It's he's a girl. He's not speaking yet, but he's telling me he's mm-hmm. a girl. That's literally what they well, will and do. It's crazy that this is actually their thought process. Yes. I mean, it can't get crazier than this. I mean, and what I've seen as a common reoccurrence with covering these drag shows is the attendees. There's not usually a lot of you know older males Men. there, and mm-hmm. if they are, they're usually alone, which is. Mm-hmm incredibly creepy. I mean, yeah. Austin, we had one guy that had his shirt off. He was just in basketball shorts. And he was staring at little kids the entire time. You know, they'd get up and walk by and he was just loving the drag show. I mean, this is absolutely the, I mean, this is, this is the end point. I mean, yeah. we can't let it go any farther and we're going to have to take everything <coughs> back because, I mean, the kids are the future yeah. and, and this is only going to get worse from here. Well, this is Munchausen syndrome by proxy. Oh, yes. These are the parents who, you notice, they play that clip on Fox White liberal News. moms who want clout. Yeah. You know, it's screwed yeah. Fox News, by the way. I don't know if I've said that yet or not. <laughs> but, you know, you run that clip. They never let, they never let the, the, the boy girl ever speak in that no. interview. Yeah, why didn't the they interview them? But right. again, it's about the parents. It's about the parents. And the same with these teachers on TikTok that want to talk about it. Well, it came out to my students. No, it's about you. It's about you. It's not about the kids. You don't care about the kids. Yeah. And let me tell you something. The leftist progressive agenda, they don't care about kids. They don't care about gays. They don't care about trans people. They don't care about your rights. They don't care if you're black. They don't care about any of that stuff. They don't care. They don't care. They're using you like like you referred to earlier, Taylor. I value the palms on the chessboard because I need them to win. Mm-hmm. But, you know, every now and then I'll sacrifice one if I have to. Yeah. 
That's all you are. Well, just like they used to care about women, and now they're completely trying to erase well, them with the trans community. I find that <laughs> truly, like, like it's, it's hilarious in a twisted way. All the women's rights movement, everything, all the funding that went into it, yeah. and then just for this, just so we can have birthing persons? Yeah. Like, you just undo it all? Right, And then you right. take, you, okay, so you take the drag. First, first of all, let's be very clear. You go to the Pride Parade in West Hollywood. The trans community is anti-transvestite community, the drag queens. They don't want them participating because mm-hmm. to them, that's an affront to their legitimacy mm-hmm. of being mm-hmm. legitimate trans individuals. That's so so it's, it's a fight with Within the LGBTQ plus R2G mm-hmm. 3PO, it's a fight within all that stuff. So they philosophically fight each other. But then you're going to reduce women to the lowest common denominator of their fancy dresses, yep. their genitalia, and their lipstick. It's gender appropriation. That's that's mm-hmm. all there is to a woman, mm-hmm. Sarah. Mm-hmm. Is just your makeup, your fancy damn dresses, and your genitalia. I know. Can you? I know. I can't imagine how bad this is going to be. It's disgusting. When they, they come out with these artificial wombs. I mean, we've seen the stuff that they've done with cows and pigs. Mm-hmm. And I mean, eventually there will be technology of some sort where they can just raise a child without having the mother's body. So, mm-hmm. and then what even is a mom? What is a woman anymore? I mean, yeah. we can ask Matt Walsh that. What, what the hell is a woman? You know, I mean, there, there is literally no definition. These people can't answer that single question. It's no, insane. I know. Well, it, and it just is really, I'm sure that you can speak to this um, just from the events that you've gone to. Um, the, the women who go to these things and cheer it on, and I'm just like. Single mothers, they're, yeah, liberals. They're and, reducing you to this, mm-hmm. and you're, you're literally paying your own hard-earned yep. money or your ex-husband's, I don't know, to attend this event, even if, if it's without children. Mm-hmm. It's like, what would possess you to do such a thing? Satan. Satan himself. Well, and mm-hmm. Mr. Misters, I mean, I overheard the worst conversation. Like, it still gets my skin crawling today is, you know, I'm sitting at this bar in this 21, you know, adult establishment, this gay bar, I might add, and there's children sitting at the bar. And, you know, drinks are being passed over them. And in my mind, it's like, okay, I can understand. Like, that's not a huge deal. Still probably shouldn't be happening. But then there's this gay bartender, and he's talking to this child. And I overhear the kids say, no, I'm not gay. And the mom butts in. He goes, yeah, yeah, he's gay. Don't let him lie to you. He's lying to you. And the kid just shuts down right there. And, I, you know, I have a video of him. He just played Nintendo DS the whole time. He didn't care about the drag show. He didn't care about anyone that was there. After his mom told this gay bartender that he was gay and he was lying to him, the kid just absolutely shut down. That, like, See that right there? That, that's when yeah, I put this stuff out. The you know, put it on social media, put it on Twitter, show the pictures. They say, well, the pictures are photoshopped. They're mm-hmm. not photoshopped. Then wow. people say that didn't happen. That's not really happening. It is happening. Mm-hmm. And and you guys are finding all these freaking sicko ways to justify yep. it and, and to make it okay. Yep. Yep. That's not okay. No. What, well, what no. Taylor's saying, that's not okay. Death penalty. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the most common thing that I hear, too, from this community after exposing all of this is that, you know, you know, Alex gets it. All of the guys that were there get it is that we're actually closeted homosexuals because we went to this event and we exposed this or that we're the pedophiles, we're right. the groomers, even though. All we did is we went and recorded. We yeah. let the people decide what took place. Yeah, no, yeah, that's called gaslighting, and they well, do and it literally all the time. I will say more death threats from this community than I've ever received in my life. I mean, from January 6th work, from Antifa work, mm-hmm. from my Baby Life's Matter murals. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's safe to say this is a, a community that is very angry and not happy with themselves. Uh, all right, we've got to take a quick break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, First Liberty. So, look, uh, the left continues to threaten to pack the Supreme Court. And uh, court packing... <laughs> 
It's a coup. All right. The, all the usual suspects, Biden, Pelosi, Schumer, are working overtime on new radical plans to pack the Supreme Court. If we don't stop them from installing four more justices so they can rig the system in their favor, I don't have to tell you, it's going to be completely catastrophic, not just for our court, but our entire way of life. We cannot let that happen. That is why First Liberty needs you. They are gathering a coalition of one million patriots to say no to court packing, the liberal agenda, and the Supreme Court coup. Uh, you'll be in the ranks of Franklin Graham, former U.S. Attorney uh, General Ed Meese, Dr. James Dobson, the Family Policy Alliance, the Heritage Foundation, and over 400,000 people just like you. They're all on board. You got to go sign your name now. That is supremecoup.com is where you need to go to sign First Liberty's letter, supremecoup.com. Idaho police arrested 31 members of a group called Patriot Front after being found in a U-Haul vehicle near an LGBTQ pride event in Coeur on Saturday. In a U-Haul vehicle, just all right there. That seems really convenient. Interesting. The arrest followed a call to police reporting a group of men carrying shields and dressed in military clothing. And uh, let's see, the police chief over there, Lee White, said it is clear to us based on the gear that the individuals had with them, the stuff they had in their possession, the U-Haul with them, along with paperwork that was seized with the, from them, that they came to riot downtown. Uh, now, I do want to also just add to this particular conversation before I toss it to you gentlemen, that one of the police officers on the scene told a reporter that the police knew to pull the group over because they have, quote, informants. Watch. Okay. 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 Gotcha. Okay. So then that's all. Right. No, and I appreciate okay. that. Yeah. Look at this. Same time. Hey, if I can educate you guys, I mean, yeah. we're not going to be going after law-abiding people. But yeah. Thirty-three people let up in the back with a bunch yeah. of weapons. Well, I mean, obviously, I was like, special. Do you know what the original stop was for? For that. But how did you know? <laughs> how did you know? <laughs> nice. Mm -hmm. Oh, informants, huh? You guys are doing good. That's interesting. I, you know what? I guess on the uh, the upside would be now law enforcement cares about riots because <laughs> I seem to recall, I'm old enough to remember the summer of 2020, I mean the summer of love, of course, well. uh, where when, when cities burned to the ground and I didn't see law enforcement giving a crap about that. Now, I guess they care about riots again. There's a big difference between Coeur d'Alene and Minneapolis. Okay, I, kind of a little bit, typically a little bit different value system. You think? Yeah, a little bit. Huh. Yeah, just a little bit. Sounds racist. Uh, well, it's a fact. <laughs> uh, whether it's racist or however you want to interpret it, it's a fact. Yeah. Uh, those were white people. <laughs> <laughs> those were white people. And they were also arrested by white people. So Idaho's reasonably white. Okay. By the okay. Way. I yes. Y'all know that or not? I, yes, I yeah. did. I did know that. <laughs> I will say, what's even what's even funnier to add on to that is this Patriot Front group. You know, they talk about like a, a white like ethno state, basically. Yeah. You know, so I mean, it's the typical like domestic terrorist narrative you go with. You know, right wing extremists, these white these white supremacists are. I mean, building up, they're the biggest threat to our democracy. I mean. These people are feds. Mm. It's just like every other right-wing group out there. You see all the information that came out about the PBs and the three percenters. Is they have feds everywhere within these organizations. They literally solely exist to make the right look bad, and so headlines like this can come out. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, ju I, it just seems really convenient. <laughs> They're just oh oh 
oh, you caught us in this U-Haul planning all of this stuff with all of this equipment. (laughs) And their outfits, I'm sorry. Yeah. But like... where like they like. The, the 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 field office in DC just needs to issue new equipment. Like <laughs> they, they need to do a better job at this stuff. It did look like it's going to be another uh, Fed Boy summer. My favorite is all sure. the this exact identical synchronized watches that they wear. Yeah, yeah I'm sure you just you guys all went out and decided to match one day. Yeah, it, it's really <laughs> Fed Boy. It's really weird. <laughs> Fed Boy summer. Yeah. Um, so okay, I want to switch to uh, Joe Biden. Do it, you? I mean, no, but I feel like I should. So uh, over the weekend, a couple different different sound clips for you here. Over the weekend, Joe Biden, I don't really know what exactly he was trying to say about the border crisis, is a little uh, incoherent, as Joe does, uh, talking about Kamala, I guess Obama also, and his portfolio. I don't know. I'll let you listen. The vice president has been kind enough to take on managing this part of the portfolio for me, just as I did for when I was vice president for my former president. And, uh, and I, uh, but uh, it is, uh, it is something that, uh, and I've asked her to personally do this, but it is my responsibility. And I want you to know that on a leader to leader level, like we did, whether it's, uh, at uh, dealing with climate in Europe or here, mm. it's uh, it should be person to person. I feel like all the people listening are like, mm, we'd rather it not. I'm just so thankful that we have the most coherent and well-spoken president in the United States history. 81 million I, votes. Most <laughs> safest and secure election ever. You know ever. what? And killed it on Kimmel. Oh, I mean, my just God. killed it. Pre-taped and, you know, he snatched that mask off, got in front of Jimmy. It just let us have it, man. Yeah, I mean, I, well, I was just really glad that he brought up what everyone's been talking about, which is the lack of uh, biracial couples in TV commercials. <laughs> TV, yeah, commercials. I, you hear it all the time from the average American. Why aren't we seeing more biracial couples uh, honestly, in TV commercials? I think that's the biggest problem that America faces right now is we need more biracial commercials. <laughs> yeah, I, if I'm buying Tide, I want to know it comes from a black man and a white woman. I want to to know that they approve of that. Uh, Well, if that wasn't bad enough, let's throw in here Joe Biden uh, also claiming that the job market is the strongest since World War II. And American families now have more savings. And it's all because of him, of course. Watch. The job market is the strongest it's been since World War II, notwithstanding the inflation. We added another 390,000 jobs last month. 8,700,000 new jobs since I took office. An all-time record. Never that many jobs in that period of time. I wonder why. Unemployment rate is near historic lows. Millions of Americans are moving up to better jobs and better pay. And since I took office, families are carrying less debt on average in America. They have more savings. You're canceling their debt. (laughs) And we're doing it all while cutting the federal deficit by Mm. one point seven trillion dollars this mm. year mm. and 320 billion last i mean don't don't you guys feel it all of the charmin yeah. charmin toilet paper is 24 percent less now the roll is 24 percent less uh <laughs> listen a, a 10 pound bag of ice is seven pounds now it's the same price <laughs> you, you a, a thing of doritos is now two ounces Small. No, that, that, that's all fake, Chad. None of that. It, happens, none of that. Right? It's, it's, it's shrinkflation. Shrinkflation. Hey. Our economy is so strong so right good. now. You, I, I was walking downtown. I was walking downtown the other day, 
And I was like, you know what? Let's pop into the P.F. Chang's. We walked in there and they said, it's going to be an hour. And I said, the place is empty. And they go, there's only two people working. Wow. So, I mean, I guess if you're looking at the fact that every, every place in America has a help wanted sign. Right. Now hiring out front. Yeah, I guess that, you're going to call that jobs growth. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited for the most, uh, I mean, the, we're in the most prosperous time mm. I think that we've ever been in. I mean, full economic collapse, it just sounds like such an amazing idea. Yeah. And I think it would really benefit all of us, honestly. Just a great reset or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. You know what? They should, I think they should basically judge us on how we treat the environment, mm-hmm. our social justice and governance. And let's just forget things like math and FICA scores mm-hmm. and, and any kind of credit system. Oh, yeah, well, instead of FICA scores, I think maybe social credit scores. Maybe that would kind of put us back on, on track to where exactly. we need to be. Well, that's a, okay, so, but, so with the words you just used, you could come up with something really catchy like ESG. Well, you, that'd be a good acronym. To, yeah. I mean, it fits right in in the world we're living in, especially this alphabet society. Yeah. You know what? I think that it would be best if we all owned nothing and we're just happy about it. Mm, I would be really happy about well, that. Bugs, that are, bugs awesome. are really nutritious, too, if you guys didn't know. Well, it works yeah. for the rest of the world. <laughs> you know, I mean, 42% on any given day, 42% of American families, parents are not eating a meal so their kids can eat. Man, I saw you post that. That is that was that really hit me. That's really depressing. And again, the key is people are like, that's not happening every day. I said, on any given day, up to 42% of parents in America are skipping a meal so their kids can eat. And people say, that's not true. Well, it is true. And it's a verifiable fact. If you go back to 21 at 37% because of pandemic stuff was happening and people were losing their jobs, trying to live off of stimulus checks and blah, 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 the inflation. Well, it's worse now. Mm -hmm. People say, well, we're a fat nation anyway. You could justify, this is where I want to use the swear jar. You can justify becoming Venezuela all you want. I'm not a fan of the concept. Right. I don't want to eat my dog. Right. Well, I don't think I want to walk by dead bodies in the street on my way to work every morning and just be so desensitized to it that, oh, you no, know, I, just in another Af- one. When I, you know, when I was in Africa, specifically in Lagos, Nigeria, for extended periods of time, it was not unusual to walk past mm-hmm. dead bodies covered up by a members-only jacket on their head, laying on the sidewalk in the middle of a city of 10 million. It, people just walked past, and you didn't mess with them because if you touched mm-hmm. them and the authorities came along, they might blame the death on you, and now you're responsible for them. So they just let them swell up there and pop oh. in the sun. Let's oh. do that, America. Oh. Well, I, unfortunately, I think we're headed that direction. Um, all right, let's go ahead and let's Well, people a- are dropping dead. The sudden adult death syndrome. It's true. Mm-hmm. Sads. It's true. It's everywhere. It's true. I, I can't imagine what's causing that. I don't know. I have I no clue. I, I mean, maybe we should ask Justin Bieber. Yeah, I, maybe we should. I don't know. But also, on a completely unrelated note, please make sure that you go get your 10th booster. Uh, we've got more to come Wait, first. We want to. It's not 15? No. Oh, well, man, you could. You could I, I'm, on my, I'm on my 14th. I just got That's a letter. Great. Yeah, yeah you're I'm supposed a, to go on my 15 soon. You're progressive. Us <laughs> conservatives are only on our 12th. Uh, so let's go ahead and take a break. Uh, but you know what? We laugh so we don't cry. Okay, first we want to thank our sponsor, Healthy Cell. Uh, I just took my Healthy Cell earlier today. I love it. So Healthy Cell is for those of you, if you're taking any sort of supplements uh, in pill form, Throw that in the garbage can because you're not actually absorbing the nutrients properly. Uh, There is a new type of dietary supplement called Healthy Cell that your body is going to absorb far better. It's a gel supplement. It tastes delicious. It's got 165% more absorption than pills. So that's what I'm saying. Throw out your pills. They also contain a bunch of synthetic ingredients like binding glues, fillers, coatings that can irritate the lining of your stomach. 
You are wasting your money if you are taking your supplement in pill form. You got to get Healthy Cell. Uh, they've got a ton of different types. They've got the daily, uh, the multivitamin. They've got an immune boost. They've got one for sleep. They've got it all. You got to go visit the website. It is healthycell.com. Use promo code NEWS for 20% off your first order. That is healthycell.com. Promo code NEWS. Now, we here at the table, we often talk about how horrible Joe Biden is. We just did it the last segment. But it's interesting when members of his own party uh, can't bring themselves to say whether or not they will endorse him in 2024, especially when it's someone like AOC. So AOC was on CNN. She was being interviewed by Dana Bash and uh, was asked if she would endorse Joe Biden in 2024. Uh, let me tell you, it got awkward really quick. Watch. Before we go, I just want to ask uh, about President Biden. He is saying he's going to run again in 2024. Will you support him? You know, if the president chooses uh, to run again in 2024, I mean, first of all, I'm focused on winning this majority right now uh, and preserving a majority this year in 2022. So we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But um, but I think if if the president has a vision and that's something certainly we're all willing to entertain and examine when the when the time comes. That's not a yes. Uh, uh. Yeah, you know, I think uh, we should endorse when we get to it. But I, I, I believe that the uh, president has been doing a very good job uh, so ooh. far. And, um, you know, should he run again? I think that I, you know, I think it's it's we'll take a look at it. Okay, <laughs> but right now we need to focus on winning a majority instead of a, what a moron. <laughs> <laughs> I have second-hand embarrassment. What from a that. moron. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she couldn't. <laughs> she could not have handled that situation worse. Worse, no. yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe it's because she auditioned for the part and mm. doesn't actually hold uh, any of these like values. It's almost like she doesn't know anything about legislation <laughs> or actually being is. a congressman. It almost is. Now, I will say this is really entertaining to watch, but um, the sad part is she probably doesn't endorse him because he hasn't gone far left enough. Mm -hmm. Right, not because, not for any of the reasons that we would say he sucks. Well, he's just I, not I, hip with the squad. Listen, I right. like kind of the disgusted look on Dana's face when she goes, "That's not a yes." Like, how dare you deviate from the party line? I know, I know. I love that. I know. Yeah, she's like, "This was supposed to be like a slam dunk question." Yeah. Um, well, uh, like if you if your producer reached out to me and said, uh, "Would you like to be on Sarah's show next week?" And I responded back and said, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. It's <laughs> yeah. not an answer. That's not an answer. Will you I mean, do hey, it or not? Yeah, Will yeah, you yeah. do it or yeah. not? Yeah. I mean, the choice is going to be Ron DeSantis or, <laughs> or well, Joe Biden. I mean, yes. the incumbent. Right. Right. You, who are you going to endorse? And, th and that's the thing that makes this so, so awkward and embarrassing is that it's like he's literally the president. If he runs yeah. again, are you going to like who else are you going to support? Who else is there? What if Joe got primary? <laughs> I mean, I'm not counting it out. I, from that listen, response. I'm definitely not counting it out. Oh my god! I mean, they could trot out a corpse at this point, and do probably do a better job. They could, and I don't understand how AOC has such like a religious following on the on the far left as well. As I mean, she is dumber than a bag of bricks. Like, yeah, she's there's dumb. no hiding it. There's truly no hiding it. And you get with the J6 stuff where she yeah. came and, you know, she has trauma from January 6th. She wasn't even there, you know. Mm -hmm. she, she said she was going to get raped, you know, all these terrible things. 
Where was she? She was a mile away down the street. But and she she's still using it. this. She was she's reliving, reliving it, Taylor. Reliving it. But I can see someone get shot. No trauma. It's okay. No. It's okay. AOC, God, I really hope she just has the best therapist in America because to heal from that, that just deep and that terribleness of that day, I mean, the insurrection, right? I mean, there's no trauma I mean, it's worse than for that. David Hogg for a couple of years. I mean, he's played the <laughs> Ain't that narrative. the truth? Ain't so. that the truth? I, t- okay, These so people ta- are really traumatized. Taylor, I do want to bring that up. Uh, well, you brought it up, but I want to I want to talk to you about that for a second. So, uh, you brought up January 6th mm-hmm. and Ashley Babbitt, who you obviously you rendered aid to her. You were there filming as a journalist, uh, rendered aid to her. So, watch the whole thing happen. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen you at all of these hearings. Yeah, so it's funny you say that. Um, I've actually reached out more times than I can count now. I mean, to Benny, to Liz, to all these losers on this hearing squad, Mm -hmm. and um, nothing. For some reason, they don't want to talk to me. And then, you know, a few days ago, uh, Judicial Watch, they they won their lawsuit. You know, they filed a FOIA request, Mm -hmm. and the DOJ had to release what was, you know, the factual statements of what took place in the uh, speaker's hallway where I was at, where Ashley was shot. They lied about every single detail. And it makes sense why they don't want to touch me, why I was never arrested one, because I'm a credentialed journalist. It would look bad, but they don't care about that anymore. They'll throw anyone in prison. But they don't want me to testify. They don't want my video evidence, because it literally disproves everything they said about the entire day. Mm. And not just about Ashley Babbitt and what took place in that room, but about what started the, the riot, you know, the insurrection is what they call it. I mean, literally... They don't want you to see the police brutality that day. I come from a family of law enforcement. I love police, but I am fully disgusted with what I saw that day. I mean, these cops are murdering people over and over and over again. So um, I got to ask you, do you like when you're getting into your car late at night? Do you are you aware of your surroundings? Are you watching your back? All the time. Okay. Yeah, all the I time. I mean, be. it's no, absolutely. And I mean, I've had, you know, friends. Very weird things happened to them. And actually, after the six, you know, I was being followed, you know, unmarked cars, you know, weird things showing up on my doorstep, Mm. weird things happening to me and family members. And now it's kind of started to accelerate again. Weird things happening. I'm getting, you know, really sick out of nowhere, but not just, you know, normal kind of sick. Mm. It's different. I wake up one day, I have a prick on my neck, and now I'm sick and don't have an appetite for an entire week. I mean, Hmm. so it's, it's starting to get scary. It really is. But... There, there's a reason why they don't want me to testify is because it would blow up in their face, this yeah. entire thing. Uh, I got to tell you on this program right here, right now, uh, Taylor Hansen did not kill himself. Yes. I'm just just going to say that. All right. We got to take a break. We'll be right back. That's really it's, that's No, dude, yesterday. Before we go, I wanted to show this. Andy No tweeted out this video of a DC Pride and people, are, I support the current thing, waving a Ukrainian flag. If we can play this, this is oh, that's so beautiful. They're supporting Ukraine. Who's going to tell, Who's gonna tell <laughs> Ukraine at DC Pride? That's really, it's actually very nice very because brave. it turns out uh, Ukraine doesn't actually support them. Because they don't, they don't support LGBTQIA plus semicolon rights in Ukraine. So uh, well, it's, great job. It's guys. actually a little more extreme than that. Yeah. They will punish right, you, right. Like you for yeah. have like like not just a little bit. You're you're probably going to go missing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so one could say probably not uh, wanting to hold the Ukrainian flag if you are in fact LGBT. Hey, very brave of them though. 
Well, it's just like, you know, it is you, very brave. look at these corporations, NBA, they're going to play in the United Arab Emirates in this next season, and they're going to, I'm sure they're not going to run the NBA pride flag logo when yeah, they do that. Yeah, no, so. no, I don't think so. Um, all right, gentlemen, thank you so much you, for You know for what? You are welcome. Oh, Expert absolutely. analysis. Okay. Well, make sure that I, I, you guys, you're subscribed to Chad Show. <laughs> Follow him everywhere. Make Stay sure away from Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Stay the hell away from me if you want to survive, all right? Make sure you're following Taylor. He is doing great work uncovering uh, so much. So make sure that you're following him as well. And Chad said it earlier. Screw Fox News. Screw Fox News. Screw Fox News. What you need to do, if you haven't already subscribed, is go to blazetv.com, use promo code NEWS. You'll get like $10 off of your annual subscription and start supporting actual conservatives for a change and not Fox News. Thank you, gentlemen. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.